There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 everyone. That is the voice of your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney. And this week, we got a very special episode of the Yonko table. And it's a slew of a story in the video game industry. If you've been keeping your ears to the ground for the last couple weeks, I guess for the last three or so weeks, give or take, there's been a huge controversy that focused on Bayonetta 3. And it's not necessarily on the game itself, but rather the main voice actor, or rather who was the main voice actor or actress of Bayonetta herself. There's a lot that you need to establish when going into this controversy. There's a lot of he said, she said type of stuff going on, underpayment of voice acting uh, professionals in the industry. There's a bigger conversation to be had. And I feel like a story like this doesn't blow up unless you establish the characters and what the brand of Bayonetta, like what is it? What does it mean? And how does this... How does this affect everyone else in the video game market? As you know, most of us here on the Yonko table play lots of video games. Some of us only focus on one franchise in particular. We know what we're talking about. Speaking of which, fellow Yonko Grandmaster, who? Grandmaster! Bayonetta! Stand! Oh, I, wait, no, 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 no. Not, not Bayonetta. Not Bayonetta, right? Is it something else in particular? Uh, I, I have many fandoms in video games thank you very much uh so don't even try it any of our patrons that listen and follow strongly know dr jace is going to allude to my over obsession with the batman arkham games which is not true what, i don't have obsessed? an over obsession no i don't have a a fandom and it's okay lukewarm and it's controlled lukewarm. and it's fine and i have not played arkham are Gotham Knights, and I do not care to ever play Gotham Knights. <laughs> you were a major let's, fan. Let's stick to this Bayonetta topic and leave it alone at that. Fair enough, fair enough. I feel like um, even if you're really not a fan of Bayonetta herself, I feel like the conversation that stems from this topic is still worth um, you know, having a conversation about because I feel like a lot of people that don't know a thing about Bayonetta have, uh, you know, their two cents into what's going on. But before we get into like the nitty gritty as to what exactly is going on with the Bayonetta controversy, um, let me let me ask you because you know you say that you're not overly obsessed with Arkham. <laughs> um, what is your stance on Bayonetta? You know, have have you just heard about the character in passing? Have you played uh, any of her games? Or, like, what do you know about the character in general? I mean, I never played the games. Uh, however, I'm very much aware of how she has become. I would, I would like to say she's become a modern-day Nintendo mascot um, as far as, you know, her Ooh, games are exclusively I... on Nintendo. Modern day uh, Nintendo mascot. I like that because that. Yeah, she she, that, she that's made huge the, in this. That's huge. I mean, Nintendo has kind of the same mascots for decades, and so 
it was rare it was really rare for a series to take off on nintendo and actually you know kind of have a a face to it as far as you know many games have had sequels and then those characters don't take off bayonetta as a character has taken off uh never played the games i've played as her in the smash series which is i think a milestone for any uh nintendo yeah, character that's you make, your your mark in history <laughs> I'm right it, it's it says a lot about you you made the cut you made the roster on super smash bros that says a lot i know bayonetta has transcended video games many people gravitate towards her look and her style she's got that neo goth chic i guess i don't know she's hot it's hot people it's like hot. her uh she's <laughs> she she's, is attractive <laughs> she's um she's got everybody rooting for her both sides of the fence uh all ends of the spectrum i think like bayonetta so uh other than that i really don't know much uh <laughs> really it's mostly speculation i know she can summon demons or something and she shoots guns and that's, that's it that's basic you know what I, i'm i'm very surprised i'm very surprised you you have such a firm grasp of bayonetta the character because that's Thank probably you. a good enough grasp what you need of the character uh if you haven't played the games because the, the next best thing is to actually play the games that she's in to know more about her um but for the most part yeah you pretty much got bayonetta on the head she's this uh basically this witch that uses magic and spells and she has stiletto high heels that are shaped as guns on her on her feet. Again, very stylish character, uh, very over sexualized, but she uses that as her weapon in her fighting kit. She does it in her games. She does it in Smash Bros. Um, she made her debut in Smash Bros. I think as a DLC character on Smash Bros. for Wii U. Yes. Uh, right. I think she was the final DLC character for Smash Bros. It, it's probably either her or Cloud for sure. Yeah. yeah she, they were she was in that group. She's in that group. Yeah. Right. Right. And and it, it is, as you say, if you make it in Smash, I mean, you made your mark in gaming history. Uh, you know, I, I know for Smash Bros. Ultimate on the Wii, you know, there's uh, people were always wanting for other characters to make their debut on Smash Bros. as a potential DLC slot. So, I know we're not getting any more DLC for Smash Ultimate, but, you know, there were always talks of, like, Sora coming in, uh, Master Chief from Halo. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, there were people wanting the Minecraft guy uh, to be oh, a character. God. And that and he, became he a He made thing. it. Yeah, he they made, made it. it. Um, the fans have spoken. The fans have spoken. So... Um, yeah, Bayonetta is now a household Nintendo name, as you said. Funny enough, uh, the first game was not published by Nintendo. It uh -oh. was, do you know who it was published by? Ooh, no. It was published by Sega. Oh, that, I can see that. That their, makes sense to me. Their rival. Yeah, yeah. And, um... <laughs> They're rivals, but I feel Sega dips its toes in Nintendo's oh, uh, consoles all the time. Of course. It's, it's like it's a friendly rivalry. Right. There's a little bit of back and forth between them. Uh, but funny enough, you know, you would think like, wait, so if Sega published the first game, why didn't they keep going with the sequels? Because in total, there's only three Bayonetta games. There's only 
Well, Bayonetta 1, 2, and 3. That's about it. That's all you get. Um, and Bayonetta 3 having just come out this past week, as a matter of fact, at the time of recording this. Um, but uh, yeah, Sega published the first game. It didn't do too hot in terms of sales. Critically acclaimed. It was very critically acclaimed. But um, yeah, didn't do, didn't do too hot in terms of sales, at least from what Sega was expecting. And then from there, the IP just kind of sat around. They didn't want to make a sequel. In comes in Nintendo saying, hey, Platinum Games. Because Platinum Games is the one that developed uh, Bayonetta, the first one. Right, okay. Nintendo comes in with this big wad of cash and they're like, hey... We know a sequel ain't happening unless we give you this money. Uh, but here's the catch. Here's the catch. Bayonetta from now on is a Nintendo exclusive. And Platinum Games is like, well, I guess we have to. Otherwise, it won't exist. We won't have Bayonetta 2 or 3. And then that's how you get the story of Bayonetta becoming a Nintendo brand. Because Bayonetta 1 is on other systems. It's on PS4. It's on uh, the 360 uh, PC. Yeah, yeah. I was unaware. I did not know she was Sega published. And okay, makes sense. I think a very smart move by Nintendo going for let's get another IP under us. Uh, and for the most part, they succeeded. That was and, a very smart move. And it's outside of their comfort zone, too, because definitely, you know, yeah, typically with uh nintendo ips it's like you know you're you're rated e for everyone's shtick so uh you're you're smash <laughs> you're bros barely you're, pushing that t i think like what's the closest you could get in a t rating what uh, twilight princess i was literally gonna say twilight princess <laughs> i think it gets i don't think it gets closer to m than twilight princess <laughs> that's that's about it i mean you got some like uh, I mean no yeah that's about you it. got some like, you got some like no name like small not as popular games like Twilight Princess that definitely get that M rating but Bayonetta for sure right uh, it, it wears M, it on right? its sleeve oh yes of course <laughs> the things Bayonetta like you, you see the the black outfit that she has of course on in my image um that's her hair her hair is like literally en enveloping her body to form her outfit. So when she fights, her outfit comes off in oh. the middle of fights and her <laughs> hair becomes these dragon demons that like eat the hell out of all these creatures. It's crazy. It's crazy. That didn't saying. make it in Smash. That didn't make it in Smash. I'm actually curious as to <laughs> what, <laughs> what of her kit made it in Smash because... She does it all the time with her fighting. <laughs> funny, moves. funny to point out. <laughs> uh, it's 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 just silliness. But again, the character is just so over zany, so crazy that people fell in love with her. She, she's a really cool character. She's badass. She's funny. Um, she's <laughs> she's over sexualized to the point of being a parody. It's perfect. It is it is literally perfection. And also, the game is actually really good. The gameplay is phenomenal. So I hear I I will probably dabble maybe one day in the future and just try it out. They, I, they do look fun. They do look fun. I like the gameplay that I've seen. I will eventually dab I'm just a terrible gamer. So right, I mean, will let because of the you know the whole I no, it has nothing to do with Arkham. Arkham. I'm just I'm just bad at gaming. I'm just really bad. I am good for certain <laughs> games and certain <laughs> games I'm not. Uh Bayonetta's on my list. Sure. Put it on my list. 
Okay, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, but one of the things that I feel like uh, often goes underappreciated in really um, bringing a fictional character to life is the voice performance. In all forms of media. In all forms of media. Right, exactly. And it's something where in movies, TV shows, um, uh, video games, it's it's a form of art that goes underappreciated. Why am I bringing that up why am i bringing up you know voice acting in this debacle well guess a guess what this controversy <laughs> focuses on the voice actress of bayonetta and this voice actress's name is helena taylor have you ever heard of helena taylor before unfamiliar with her any I idea mean, when this whole controversy started that's when i was uh you know became privy to the name of helena Hel- Hel- helena taylor helena right? taylor helena Ta- you got helena it you taylor. got it um so no this is the first time and honestly i'm a big proponent of voice acting and i'm sure i'm actually trying to look her up now and i can't really find i mean i go to wikipedia before anything well um well funny enough you know you're trying to look her up it, she doesn't have too many notable works Actually, I'm, I, found, I found IMD, IMDb. Don't, I don't see much. Yeah, there's really not much that she has to her credit outside of Bayonetta. Now, of course, it's important to note that because it kind of builds into the conversation that we're going to have involving the controversy. But um, you could easily say her biggest role, Helena Taylor, is the voice of Bayonetta. She gave that character life. She's a very sassy uh, British character. Bayonetta. I'm, I'm not. I'm not talking about Helena Taylor. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah. Right. No. No. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Um. And you know, part of the charm of Bayonetta is how she speaks. Um. You know what? What she says. The words. The way she says. The way she says them. I mean, if you listen to any line from Bayonetta, it's immediately iconic. You're like, oh wow, that's that's Bayonetta talking. I know her. Yes, and she nails that, like, I don't know, that femme fatale sexiness appeal in her right. voice. Yeah, it's good. It's a, it's a great performance. Yeah. It's it's really, really phenomenal. So um, Helena Taylor, you know, for Bayonetta, she only voiced Bayonetta in Bayonetta 1, of course. Bayonetta 2, and whatever outside, um, you know, I guess features that Bayonetta would have appeared in. So, for example, in Smash. Yes, she, she's she credited in the Smash games. Yep. Right. So, um, anything else? Maybe in some ads, maybe in some commercials, but that's about it, right? For for Bayonetta. Um, in comes in, uh, you know, Bayonetta three. Bayonetta three was announced in I think like 2017, I believe. Uh, mind you. It it was I think Bayonetta two came out in 2014 or 2013. Yeah, because the on first the one U. came out in 09. Okay, and Rod, the second one, yeah, I think 14 was right, and then that's when they started porting them over to the Wii U and whatnot. So like the time to like timing of the, you know the the buyout of Bayonetta. Uh, yeah, I think that's correct. I think you're correct. Right. Um. And so in comes in the Switch, Bayonetta 3 is announced in 2017. We have no idea what's happening with the game since then. We don't know. We know it's being developed, but we don't know what's going on with the game. It just goes silent. Um, Fast forward to 2022, bam, we got a release date. Bayonetta 3 finally coming out 
in uh, October of this year. Fans are excited. They're like, yeah, hip hip hooray. We're finally getting Bayonetta 3. However, there's a little bit of an asterisk on Bayonetta 3. Let me let me ask you real quick. Was there yeah. like a trailer dropped that clued everybody in? For or... 2017? For Bayonetta 3, whenever there was there was a trailer that it, it was an announcement trailer in 2017 okay. I, I believe that's the year and it was just like you know like those teaser trailers where they show you like five seconds of something right right did, did you hear the voice in that trailer no it you you could not hear the voice it okay. was more so you saw the title and you saw i i think you saw her stiletto heel in the oh, like, step was down. Like, it's bayonetta third as Bayonetta, like immediately when you saw, you're like, there is no question about it. It is Bayonetta 3. And the whole point of that was to say it is in development. We are right. making it. So um, I guess I guess what I'm asking is like, so you say, you know, they announced 2022. There's a release date. Was there an accompanying trailer? I guess, did everybody, was everybody clued in into the controversy before the controversy was brought up? So Well, like, well, so go right. Ahead, go ahead. When... I'm, we get to 2022 right and game is announced to have a release in 2022 so it's like uh, october of this year so when they announce the release date it comes with an asterisk basically saying oh by the way the original voice actress of bayonetta will not be returning to reprise her role as bayonetta and bayonetta 3. and the official statement from the company, which is Platinum Games, they're the ones that make the Bayonetta uh, uh, video games. They basically said, oh, it was a conflict of um, scheduling. We just couldn't match up schedules. That's why Helena Taylor would not be reprising her role. And people just pretty much accepted it as they should because there's nothing that's, that's really making them question it. It's like, oh, wow. I guess, okay, I guess conflict of schedules. And, and the thing is, it does happen. It does happen in any medium whether it be you know like live action acting or voice acting if you have a project and you're committed to that role and another project comes along if it conflicts with your schedule you can't take that other project of course, so yeah it happens it, yes so very common so that was the official statement from platinum games basically saying <laughs> get in that mickey d's <laughs> <laughs> you could see it God you could see it <laughs> Cheesy double McGriddle. Let's go, Shut baby. Up. Keep going, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, you know, the official statement from Platinum Games was that um uh you know, Helena Taylor, the original voice actress, could not come back to reprise her role due to uh scheduling conflicts. So people just pretty much accepted it, did not have a reason to question it. They're like, oh, okay, that sounds reasonable we kind of wish that she was reprising her role because again she is bayonetta she gave life to the character what what are you doing so wait rewind back real quick okay trailer in 2022 right and there's an asterisk not okay not in the actual trailer it's just you know you showcase the trailer and then in like a later press release like by okay right right okay i would have been like it's a weird way to deliver that news asterisk is is figuratively speaking not literally they put okay. an asterisk in there saying okay she's sorry not coming back sorry. guys sorry okay press release they say she's not coming back 
Um, scheduling conflict is what they lead with. Scheduling conflict is what they lead with. Okay. Um, so, and I think it's fair to like just briefly mention Platinum Games because they're they're a figure in this as well. Um, Platinum Games, you you could say their claim to fame is basically Bayonetta. That's their bread and butter. They have some other notable games that they've made. Um, you know, a Nier Automata, uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. I don't know if you've ever played it, but there was that Legend of Korra game. You remember heard that game was trash. It was trash. It was very bad. But so but, but they no, made I did it. not play. <laughs> I played it. <laughs> it. It was pretty bad. It Hell pretty no, bad. I ain't playing it. Um, they made that Transformers one. That one was pretty good. Um, that was based off the eighties TV series. Oh, like the G one. Yeah. Yeah, the G one. Um, that was not not War for Cybertron. Yes, not, no, not, no, not War for Cybertron. Right. It was the cartoony one, the cartoony yes, G one. Yes. They did that one. So decent uh, reviews. Yeah. Right. Right. So so their Platinum Games' main shtick is like the character action genre. So like an, an example of that is like you know your Devil May Cry, your Bayonetta, where you have a central character that is doing all the flippity flips and the action sequences in a game. Right. Okay. They're like sure. hack and slap. I guess, it, oh man, I, I, I don't want to make this comparison because I do not consider it the same thing. But think of like your Kingdom Hearts, right? <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is more literally a J, an action RPG than a character action game. But if you wanted to have an idea of like the uh, somewhat of what the, the genre is, you could go with that as well. If you're unfamiliar with games like Devil May Cry and uh, Metal Gear Rising or stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Um, so basically, right, that's Platinum Games, founded by, again, and this is very important because this is part of the controversy as well. I'm uh, I'm con- I'm collecting all the pieces. I'm collecting all the, the pieces. Dots. We gotta lay out the chessboard because it's a sure, game sure. of chess. Sure, sure. <laughs> we sure, can't sure. be playing chess on a checkers board. Authors release information to build their store. You're building a store. I'm here. We're building it. We're building it. So Right. So um, Platinum Games is a collaboration company that was made by former Japanese devs from Capcom. A lot of these devs made major titles that are iconic today. So, for example, Resident Evil. um, That's like from Shinji Mikami. Um, There's uh, oh, my God, goodness, I'm blanking on some of these. Uh, There's Hideki Kamiya who is known for Resident Evil 2 and Devil May Cry. Again, a lot of these... I could go on and go on. Like Beautiful Joe. You heard of Beautiful Joe? Beautiful Joe, I sure do. A lot of these games that were released from Capcom, and there's also Okami. Okami, the one with the white wolf. The the wolf and the paintbrush. The wolf and the paintbrush, right. Um, I I think that one's from Clover Beautiful game. Beautiful, beautiful game. Uh, But again, a lot of these devs had roles in making some of those iconic games. So they all collaborated together and made this studio called Platinum Games. I mention all this because there's one central figure in this that it was a, a, a hilarious with this controversy. Um, Hideki Kamiya. Hideki Kamiya. If you, need to, if you need a title to associate him with, just think of Devil May Cry. He's literally the guy that gave us Devil May Cry. Uh, Dante. Dante, right. Dante. Got it. Devil May Cry. I'm here. Devil May Cry. And you hell, you could even say he's basically the head of um platinum in the sense of 
uh, he he spearheaded Bayonetta three or uh, Bayonetta in general. It's his genre. Okay. That's his genre of game. Sure. So we got all the pieces right. Platinum Games releases their statement. Um, Helena Taylor. Well, Helena Taylor is a role in this too. Helena Taylor is not reprising her role. So people accepted that they moved on. Right. Fast forward to October of 2022. I believe the release date of Bayonetta 3 was October, like, oh man, October 20 something of 2022. It, it was in the later half of October. Right? 28th. 28th, October 28th of 2022. Yeah. Rewind. Literally the last week. Literally last week to, to raving reviews, by the way. The, the, the reviews for Bayonetta 3 were fantastic. However, Rewind the clock about, uh, what, maybe three-ish, two to three weeks ago, right? The game is about to come out. Is It comes out in two or three weeks. Helena Taylor, the original voice actress of Bayonetta. Uh, and mind you, this is months after. This is months and months after they announced it was scheduling conflicts as to why she cannot reprise her role. Um, Helena Taylor makes a video, posts it on Twitter. And I think she posted on YouTube as well, but Twitter's Twitter's the main the main focal point. She posted to, to, to she makes a post to Twitter a video, basically saying, "Remember that story that Platinum Games said that I was not reprising my role because mm -hmm. of scheduling conflicts." The asterisk. The asterisk. That was a lie. They mm -hmm. lied to you. So immediately people were like, "Wait, oh, what? A lie?" What? Well, what's what's the real reason? What's why going would they on? lie? What's why going on? Zoing, split up and search for clues. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here? So she reveals, according to her, and and again, you know, this story expands as you go further down the timeline. I'm starting in sequential order, like what we learned in order, right? So. We're right now at the first reveal of Helena Taylor. According to this Helena Taylor. This is a Taylor, bomb drop on Platinum Games. You're like, damn, that bitch. A bomb drop. Helena Taylor basically tells the world, saying, I did not reprise my role for Bayonetta 3 because they only offered me $4,000 to do the voice, the main character, the voice for Bayonetta 3, for grand. And she did not accept that offer. According to her, she um, she countered back and asked for a salary that is, you know, in her own words, she did not ask for the world. She only asked for a living wage from these people. She didn't give a number as to what she asked for, but in terms of what they offered her, to her story, they only offered her four grand. This blew up like millions of views. Like it's not even a joke. People were living. This is a problem. Um, let me ask you real quick. Mm -hmm. Do we have the numbers that she was paid previously in the other Bayonetta games? I mean, these are games that they sell. They sell. We... We don't have the numbers of what she was paid previously for the. And we other... probably don't. We probably don't have the stipulations of her contract too, do we? As far as like for, uh, uh, for, for the other the... game. Yeah, like the other ones. As far as okay. do 
the sales of the game affect her payout even so more. so this is one of the things in this industry um typically and i think it goes for almost all va contracts i could be wrong but i think there's a reason why it's raised as an issue i don't think there are any residuals like given to these characters i think there are and it's very small because our boy dante bosco on his tiktok does residual checks oh and right he, the 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 lottery things that he does yeah, he's like is, is it gonna get me a steak or is this gonna get me taco bell so um, right <laughs> i i do like those TikToks. and when those he like opens that some of them are his voice work and it's like he getting like three dollars he getting pennies sometimes right uh, right like a couple dollars the the thing is with a lot of these i guess Primarily, it, it depends because you could say, for example, um, like, you know, Dante Bosco, he, you could lump him as like a Hollywood famous actor to a degree. Right? I mean, he's no A-list. He's probably. I mean, yeah, no, no, no. Okay. Let I me mean, we love not, him. Right, but... right. Right. Not, not on. I'm not going to say he's like uh, Chris Pratt and, and, and yeah, Super no, Mario. No, but... <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but, you know, I, I think. I think the conversation in terms of like what payouts are for VA work, it 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 extends to video games and how people are treated in that industry. Some of it is does extend to like animated work a little bit, but when it comes to the game industry, usually it's like one and done. You 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 do your voice, we have like usually a flat fee. And again, it's not all the time, it's not a constant thing. So, I'm sure there are some contracts in there that do have it. Video um, games and voice acting are low tier in terms of taking care of their talents that they bring on. Correct. Unless, okay. unless you are a big name in the industry. Because you got to get them. You got to get them. You got to get them. So, for example, in your background, Jennifer Hale. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay, okay, okay. These so are you people saying, are making bank on their on on their contracts for for VA work. Like unless you're a Troy Baker, a Jennifer Hale, um, oh God, Ro Roger Craig Smith, uh, right, Stephen exactly. Bloom. These people are uh, popping roles like left and right, and and these companies, these game companies, want them. Of course, okay. yeah. So no Nolan North, uh, Nolan North, exactly, exactly. So unless you're in like the top 1%, you're probably getting screwed over a little bit like the way Helena Taylor allegedly said she was being screwed over because the four grand as, as shocking, as disgusting as that offer may seem, there is truth to that. Like other people get lowballed with these roles for a flat fee and that's basically it. Um, I know one example and I don't know if you're familiar with it. Um, Oh man, his name is escaping me. Oh, Give me his man. credits. Give me his credits. Um, uh, Michael Hollick. You know Michael Hollick? No. Give me his credits. He, uh, <laughs> I only know. I mean, he's in some live action shows, but I I don't watch the show, so I don't care for them. But um, his his in, in the gaming sphere, right? His main role was Nico Bellic from Oh Nico Bellic. Okay. Nico Nico Bellic from Hey Roman. Let's go bowling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, 
uh, Grant, GTA 4, got it. <laughs> GTA 4, that's his, and his claim to fame in the gaming industry is Nico Bellic. He has been the poster boy for years on um, basically of, of VAs getting underpaid in the sense of, according to him, he got paid uh, for his role as Nico Bellic, like around a hundred grand, which is, you know, a lot of money. That's a lot step of money. Step up from 4K. A step up from 4K for sure. Uh, but one of his complaints in these VA contracts is that he got no residuals for that. Mm. And he was which, the main character. And, and GTA is a huge gaming hundreds, franchise. Hundreds of millions. Hundreds of millions. Easily. Right, right. Even Rockstar GTA is 4. sitting on like Scrooge McDuck's gold bin. Do the, oh, the GTA the, series. The cult, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the vault. Yeah. Yeah. No, easily. Very, very much so. And Mike Mike Hollick, I mean, I'm sure at the time, because what GTA 4 came out in 2008, he yeah, would have um he would have like done the recording sessions in like 05, 06, 07. Right, a couple then. of years ahead. And he did mocap. And he did mocap, exactly. So I mean, a hundred grand for any VA role is considered a lot of money. That's like the upper echelon of what you would get paid for a VA role, at least in a video game, right? right. Um, and and so that's nothing to scoff at. But again, he got no residuals for GTA Four, which went on to sell hundreds, hundreds of millions of dollars and worth of like. Merchandise, the games, and then you go into GTA Five. I mean, the game, the executives are millionaires. It's at really Rockstar. easy to milk, uh, milk GTA. It's very easy to milk. Right, exactly. So my colleague, he's always been the poster boy of like this is a prime example of what you should look out for when it comes to underpayment in the video game industry. Don't let this happen to you. Don't let it happen to you because again, it's it, it sucks. It happens. So in comes in Helena Taylor saying, "Well, guess what? It happened to me, and it's worse. Four grand." So people were naturally so pissed. They started, you know, obviously support for Helena Taylor was through the roof. They were saying, "Oh my God, how dare they do that to you?" Um, and you know, one of the things that she was asking in in this initial uh video was to uh boycott the game even at this point i you know i i'll admit i was kind of on her side as well because i was like oh wow four grand that's crazy but then when she asked to boycott the game that's when i was like okay uh, i don't know i don't know if i'm gonna boycott i don't have a switch so i can't say i'm I, I oh so you can't even play it <laughs> I can't even play it. So I have no dog in this race. But like in terms of like, do I support what she's saying about boycotting the game? I really don't. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, the um, it's interesting. I, I get where she's coming from as far as 4K, definitely underpaying her, no doubt, for a million dollar gaming franchise that she's where been she's a part the of. She's main character. And she's been a part of since day one. Like day one. Yeah, they're underpaying her to boycott the game. I can understand why you want to boycott the game, but that's asking a lot. I think, uh, you know, we and we've talked about it in our group chat, too. The bigger issue is just about underpaying voice actors. Uh, you boycott Bayonetta. 
that problem doesn't go away, you know? Right, right. So there's a bigger issue than don't buy Bayonetta games anymore. It's not my <laughs> voice. It's not my voice. And, and it's... And and you know she kind of extended that argument a little bit to say um the new voice actress who was jennifer hale right jennifer hale is the considered the new voice actress of bayonetta who she's she has so much work in the industry you could say she's literally she's uh, a goat she's goat status. she's a goat she's a goat she's up there with the greats like uh troy baker um, she Roger is higher Price. than Troy Baker, if you ask. You think me. she's she, higher than Troy look Baker? At, look at the bottom of my screen. There goes Felicia Hardy, Black Cat. There goes <laughs> Troy Baker voiced uh, Joker, or, 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 or was it was it Batman? No, he did Joker. He did Joker did in Joker. Uh, Arkham Origins. But look, Jennifer Hale's career, I believe, is longer than Troy Baker's. Look I how many iconic is. faces are on here. You got You're, Samus. You got uh, Mass Effect. Uh, Black Cat, the freaking the Mighty Ducks TV show. Avatar Kiyoshi is over here. Oh, she voiced Avatar Kiyoshi? She did Kiyoshi and June, the girl with the sheer shoe. Oh, um, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm Cinderella. She is the modern day voice of Cinderella in any Disney related thing. If wow. Cinderella's there, it's Jennifer Hale doing the voice. Jennifer Hale, man, is goat tier and voice acting. She's a hex girl. She's a hex girl. <laughs> and she got to put a spell, a spell on you. you. <laughs> she's a fucking hex girl. It's she crazy. Is. I would say she's higher. You're right. You're she's, right. It's crazy. Her career is so enormous. Expansive. Expands. For sure. Right. It, it, so, it breaks just video games in general. Uh, yes. I, right. I don't think. Yeah, because now that I think about it, I don't think Troy Baker has a lot of works outside of video games. I feel I, Troy Baker has been really, like, no, he's got voices outside of video games, but, like, okay. within the last decade, Troy Baker has blown up, for sure. Okay, okay, got Like, it, I would, like, I, I dare say Troy Baker, yeah. Uh, he is, he's moving on up due to this last decade. He's been putting in work, so. You know, you know what I just realized in looking at your background? I literally i hear the same voice for miss keen sam from uh totally spies and um is it mindy the bully oh the mean girl yeah the I think mean it's girl mindy. i literally yeah. that's the same voice across three different characters and then freaking princess um, princess from powerpuff girls the bad oh yeah the that's little right. girl the little, the little girl, girl. The, yeah. the the millionaire yes 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 that's right yeah i just hear the same voice uh, i mean i mean it, it's it they're obviously different characters portrayed differently but i'm listening like just in my head the voices of those characters i'm like wow you know what they sound almost exactly the same this is the same person i can tell now okay so what you're telling me so they don't <laughs> they only want to pay helena taylor 4k right mm -hmm. and she don't want it obviously like you know pay her pay her her worth right right wouldn't they have to pay jennifer hale more okay okay right people started raising eyebrows on this because they were saying this is something's not adding up with with, with this um because it's like jennifer hale as you said she is just astronomically famous as as a voice actress and it's like you're lowballing helena taylor with a 4k offer 
but then you get Jennifer Hale and you're, you're paying for Jennifer Hale. You are paying. That's not you get 4K to Jennifer Hale. She's going to laugh at your face. She is going to shoe that under the rug. Absolutely not. She, she said, I'm going to make that. another Mass Effect real quick. Let me do that. Let me go do that. Um, so that started raising concerns. And but then people started maybe saying, oh, well, maybe it was an intentional lowball. Like maybe they were um, platinum games. They were contractually obligated to for some reason offer Helena Taylor the role. So they intentionally gave her a very low offer for her to deny it. So they could be like, oh, well, she denied it, you know, so we don't have to we don't have to deal with her. Let let's get an A-list celebrity in the voice acting gig. Let's get uh, Jennifer Hale instead. Um, but even though people were throwing around these questions, the, the argument was still in support of Helena Taylor for the most part, right? Um, of course, the internet being the internet, this led to a slew of attacks against Jennifer Hale, mm. Platinum Games, like people just like bashing them saying, how dare you? First off, well, with Platinum Games saying, how dare you, um, you know, uh, not pay your VAs uh, uh, a, a livable wage. Because, and that's like, understandable. I think that one is understandable. Very understandable. Very understandable. Uh, but then that argument then started going towards Jennifer Hale because then it started, got nothing to do with her. It got nothing to do with her. But at the moment, people were saying like, you know, there's no way Jennifer Hale does, did not know the situation with Helena Taylor before becoming involved. And then it starts to bring into question, like, how can you take a role like that knowing what it's doing to someone else? Because apparently, and I, I didn't know this going in, but apparently uh, a, a common uh, respectable practice in the VA industry if you're a voice actor or actress and there's a role of a character that just opened up for, but it was a character that was recently, that was previously voiced by someone else. So like take, for example, um, new avatar series, right? A new avatar, the last airbender series is coming up. Assuming that Zuko, Prince Zuko is in the movie, right? Right. If for some reason, you know that Dante Bosco is not going to reprise his role as Prince Zuko. If I'm a VA, I need to do my due diligence and research why he's not taking that role. I need to um, know why they're not taking him back. Is it a is it a him problem? Is it a them problem? What what's going on? Because it's Prince Zuko. Bosco would come back for that for sure. No, no, right. You know, um, I listened to a podcast um, with uh, Christy Carlson Romano and Will Fordell, Kim okay. Possible and Kim Ron Stoppable. They right. brought on Phil Lamar. Okay. Uh, they, they only they only talk to voice actors in their podcast. Okay. Uh, and I and Will Fordell and Phil Lamar have worked together doing uh, DCAU stuff like Bruce Tim, Justice League, Batman right. Beyond, and yeah, that kind of came up. Uh, you know. Something like uh, Phil Lamar once upon a time uh, talked about if what would it, he do if they approached him to do Batman? He goes and talks to Kevin Conroy about oh, okay. it. Okay, so know? even oh, so even he says it. Well, they're friends, you know. Back in the day, voice acting, they're doing all their recording in the, the booth studio? together, yeah. right? So right. they're friends, and you know, Kevin Kevin Conroy's stand up guy. He's just like. 
you go be Batman. Don't try to imitate my Batman. You just do your Batman kind of. Right. And it's what it what it shows is that there one the voice acting community is not like ginormous. It's relatively small enough to where these right. people know each other and there's this mutual respect. So when it comes to people stepping down from iconic voices, I do imagine I and I mean whether it's stepping down, forced down or just they're going in a different direction, they might want to go talk to the original voice actors to kind of one keep that relationship it's good practice. Two, it's good practice. Um you know, I think about Stephen Bloom who's been doing who's involved much, in this as well, by the he, way. He is. So we'll bring him up again. Um he's been doing, you know, Wolverine as far as any kind of X-Men animated series goes. Oh, like like that video that game show. Um Yeah, uh the, the superhero <laughs> squad. Yes. He did it. He did oh, Wolverine there. He did Wolverine and Wolverine and the X-Men. Okay. He's video game wise, uh remember X-Men Legends? Okay, yeah. Oh, that's him. Yeah. That is him. Yeah, yeah. That's him. Okay. Uh, he, re as far as I know, he's been doing Wolverine forever. Unless Hugh Jackman comes on and does a video game movie tie in, it's him. So I imagine, you know, if he were to ever step down from Wolverine, go talk to the man. Wonder, everybody's understanding. It's like, you know, they're people and voice actors don't get paid that much. So it's like, hey, they don't it, it's not as lucrative as, pe as people think it is, um, unless right. you're again the top one percent. You're right. You gotta you gotta be up there. You gotta have constant work. So it's like, right. So what people are assuming, Jennifer, what did not go talk to Helena? They yes, they were assuming that you know she just Jennifer came in, swooped the role underneath her, and didn't bother to reach out to her to maybe see why she didn't come back to reprise her role because in in her initial video helena taylor i mean she the fact that she was coming out and even saying these things about what she was offered i mean that that completely goes against you know non-disclosure agreements ndas and her logic behind it was well i'm gonna do this because i have nothing right now i like you know she contemplated suicide she she's been through fit you know different feats of depression Tom, um, Gen this is jennifer no, 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 this is Helena Taylor. Oh, Helena, sorry, sorry, sorry. Right, she she's explaining why she was breaking her NDA on sharing how much she was offered in her right, initial right. video. So she, you know, she comes out, says, I, only, I, was, I was only offered 4K. You might be wondering, what about the NDA? Am I allowed to talk about this stuff? She's like, who cares? Like, I literally was living out of my car not too long ago. So mm. Helena Taylor's been going through it. Um, and... Uh, that's so, crazy living crazy. out of her car while this game sells millions of copies worldwide and she don't see a cent and that's this, insanity that's and, insanity and that's where the major conversation goes to is how you know these actors and actresses they're not paid you know enough like a living wage like goddamn 4k you know still in this you know time period 4k is like what like a month's rent 4k man <laughs> like, i'm an educator 4K. <laughs> 4K, oh, happy I'd be if i made 4k on one check can you can you imagine can you imagine that you are the voice of the one of the most prolific characters in the gaming industry and, this and your game sells 
millions of copies for at least a year and all you paid me was one check for a month. 4k a month <laughs> that's two months rent for me <laughs> jesus and this is where the absurdity is. I feel like there's a genuine conversation in that because it's ridiculous. It is. Damn, absolutely I just put all ridiculous. my business out there. Y'all don't take that to. Uh, don't people. take it personally. <laughs> no, I mean, I like. Don't be spreading my business now. Don't be spreading it. Don't be spreading it. <laughs> but that's crazy. Um, yeah, it's crazy. So, so people, you know, they were being ridiculous, but they were going after Jennifer Hale, saying, "How could you? You're, you're a monster." Blah, blah, blah. In comes Steve Bloom, who you mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. and he kind of acts as kind of like a, a, a mediator in a mediator, way, but, yeah, mediator. but he's more on the side of Jennifer Hale in the sense of he doesn't lay out the pieces, but he's saying, you guys need to understand that, first off, I know Jennifer Hale personally, and I know the type of work and how she conducts her work. Um, there's clearly another side to this story because there is not a role that Jennifer Hale, you know, her, her profile speaks for itself. There is not a role that she does that she takes where she does not do her research before taking that role. So before the internet comes in with their pitchforks and torches for Jennifer Hale, you know, you need to relax. And and Jennifer Hale's not gonna come shooting back saying, Oh, well, I was offered this amount for you know Bayonetta 3. She's not going to do that. NDA, you're not allowed to do that. You are not right, allowed to right. disclose what you're being offered for a reason. Nor is this technically her problem. She's done the work already. She's probably already been it's paid done. at this point. It's, it's done. From her point, it's done. It's no need to get involved and break her contract. Right. Exactly. So, and again, it's like, you know, you break your contract. That's when you get the swarm of lawyers coming at you. The, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the Nintendo lawyers. <laughs> it's a me, a cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie, it's, Reggie Fusame comes down. It's like, well, Jennifer, they brought me out of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie Fusame. Oh, right, Reggie we, we need him Fizeme. back. We need him back <laughs> as a Smash character. Can you? Oh. How funny! How would funny that would be! Perfect. Um, but yeah. So, and then Jennifer Hale also speaks out herself, but again, very vague as she should have been. Uh, basically saying, I can't talk about this because clearly NDA. I can't elaborate, but understand there is another side to this story. Um, and you know, people were kind of still mad at that. They were like, oh no, reveal it to us, reveal it. And it's like, no, don't do that. No, don't, don't do that. But, um, that's kind of where everyone was at in terms of, uh, when the bombshell dropped. And then also this is a, this is a funny character to mention at least. So we established who platinum games was right. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. We established who founded platinum games. Uh, one of them is. Hideki Kamiya. Kamiya. Right. He's the important one in this because he's the one that spearheads Bayonetta. Bayonetta. He is the main guy in the dev room for Bayonetta. This guy for years has been infamous on the internet for blocking people on Twitter <laughs> for no reason whatsoever. Okay. You breathe it. If, and again, it's, it's for silly reasons like, um, Back when Bayonetta 3 wasn't even a thing, like we didn't know if we were going to get it. If you tweet him asking him, 
when's Bayonetta 3 coming out, Mr. Kamiya? Blocked. <laughs> Blocked. Really? <laughs> Blocked. And the thing is, it was, for the most part, it was taken as a joke. Like, it wasn't really, like, when he blocks you, he blocks you. He doesn't unblock you. But because of the absurdity as to why and how he blocks people, people kind of just accepted it as, oh, that's Kamiya. <laughs> what an <laughs> honor to be blocked. What an honor. And, and people would play games like, how how quick can we be blocked by Kamiya? <laughs> and <laughs> they'll ask him like dumb things in English and they'll be like, you, you type this in English, blocked, blocked. Interesting. Um, a, a, a funny, I use that in quotations, a funny character in the- That's funny, it's funny, yeah. It, it's absurd. It's like, my God, you're really blocking people over just silliness at, when they ask you questions, when they ask you something that you think is stupid. Right. <laughs> blocked. Not dealing with it. Blocked. So he's a character in this, right? Because that's what he's been known to do for years. But people have, for the most part, accepted it as like, ah, that's just how he is. We'll just accept it. He's, he, he's, he's just being silly. Obviously, the silliness stopped when... The Bayonetta 3 stuff came out. In comes in the droves attacking Kamiya saying, are you serious, Mr. Kamiya? You did not pay your voice actress, your main voice actress, a livable wage? Blocked. 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 <laughs> he so now still... the blocking looks problematic now. Now it's, now it's like before what was seen as a joke. Now it's like, oh, you're now you're trying to hide a conversation. Now you're trying to hide something important. And Kamiya would come out and he basically gave his two cents, basically saying, you know, wow, what a bunch of lies that uh, Miss Taylor is giving out. Um, The truth will come to, uh, the the, the truth will come to light whenever it does. Um, But remember my rules. He always says that, remember my rules. And he means that in the sense of, if you respond to me <laughs> and I don't like what you have to say, no a- questions, blocked. Blocked, huh? Wow. So you can see how Kamiya being a character that he is, is just fueling the hate fire that people are having towards him, towards he's, Jennifer he's not, Hale. He's not putting out the fire. He's just kind of redirecting it <laughs> he's he's a firebender he's zuko in this or i guess yes. but azula? azula uh i mean the fire is already here i mean i i don't think you've reached that point in the story to where we know what really happened yet right this is We're, just deflection right. at this point deflection uh, right. right and and this was the main focus for like about a week right it's like most people are on the side of helena taylor Everyone and what we're we're like two weeks out before the game. Comes we're like out. about two weeks or so out, right? Like two to three weeks. Like we're we're yeah, right. Two to three weeks before the game comes out. So everyone's on Helena Taylor's side. Everyone's like wishing her the best, saying, "Oh my God, how dare they do that?" And uh, and and you know she's she's helping it by saying you know her her story about you know suicide, depression. Um, and then also the fact that she she asked to boycott the game and said, hey, donate to, to your local charities. Whatever money you were going to spend on the game, donate ah. it to a charity. <laughs> the charity bit is going to come back soon. <laughs> Don't worry. Do not worry. So, again, that's where we were about a few weeks ago, right? 
everyone was on Helena Taylor's side. Um, then the other side of the story starts coming out and I, this, oh man, this, like you literally, it, it was such a sight to behold. Cause you see, you, you are visibly seeing the shift. It's like a meter, right? Like on this side, you got like everyone's on Helena Taylor. And as the weeks go on, that meter is slowly inching mm -hmm. away. It's oh, getting juicy. It's getting, it's getting juicy. It's getting juicy. So, 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 right. We're on the we're on this side right here. Uh, to my far left, we're on Helena Taylor. So everyone's on her side. Now that's when stories start coming out. You start getting anonymous sources in the industry, credible sources. Uh, they start talking to credible reporters in the video game industry. So you have your Bloomberg your VGC, your um, Jason, oh God, I'm gonna butcher his last name, Jason Schreier, Schreuer. Um, again, a, a, a very prolific figure in video game journalism. Right, right, um, right, right. They're all coming out saying, hey, um, so by the way, we have anonymous sources and they're gonna stay anonymous. I, I don't think I don't think people understand the purpose of an anonymous source because I remember seeing these uh, people saying, well, well, they're not credible because they're anonymous. Like, reveal who they are, uh, Mr. Reporter. I'm like, I hope you guys <laughs> never get into this <laughs> at all. Like, goodness, goodness gracious. So, right. So, um, anonymous sources are coming out. Credible, important, credible sources. Credible, yes, yes, yes. Coming out to these major publications saying, by the way, what Miss Taylor said initially is not true. She was not offered 4K, only 4K for her role. She was actually offered a little bit more than that. She was offered approximately three to four thousand dollars for five four-hour sessions to record Bayonetta 3. So if you were to like just add that up you're probably looking at 15 grand between 15 and 20 grand now real quick that is that 15 grand uh, uh per five per no. those hours or 15 it's, grand per five hours it's 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 15 grand total for all the sessions for all the sessions for all the sessions and okay. it's about three to four k from what the sources say three to four k per session so there's okay. four sessions in total. Each of them, are, I'm sorry, there, there's five sessions in total. Five sessions in total. Okay. And each session is about four hours in length of recording lines. So about 3K per session, total of 15K. Right, exactly. 4K is the max, 3K is the minimum. Okay, got it, got it. So in total, that's about between 15 to 20 grand. For the role of Bayonetta 3. This, of and again, these are different sources corroborating the story. So it's not like one person coming out saying it. There's multiple different pieces coming in. These are people not trying to get caught for breaking their... They're breaking their NDAs yes. for even coming out. And that's the reason why it's anonymous. Like, people don't understand. I hated when I was seeing comments about that. It's like, reveal them, reveal them. Reveal face down informant. Reveal face down. 
As for you, Kaiba. <laughs> it's it's it was utter insanity. Uh. It was utter insanity. So, um, so at that point, question marks start being raised. They're like, wait a minute. You have one person, Helena Taylor, and again, it's just one person saying, I was only offered 4K in total to reprise my role as Bayonetta. Does not reveal anything else. She she, she said that, you know, she, she requested a, a livable wage and they came back with 4K. She was very vague, but she said they only offered her 4K, four grand for the role of Bayonetta. And, and nobody is corroborating only no 4k one, not a single person but because of what she was willing to lose by revealing that story it's like you at first you kind of have to believe her almost because it's like she has so much to lose in doing that um mm -hmm. and, and you know coming out and saying it breaking the nda all that stuff uh because if, if you do that and you're wrong people are not going to want to hire you of course yeah your reputation your career is screwed tanks. Your, your reputation tanks and it did i guarantee you it did tank after this one and we'll get to read oh, i'm ready i'm ready <laughs> so so right so so now you have all these other stories corroborating saying yeah guess what this was um something that is not true she was offered about 15k total that is a far cry from 5k that is right. literally triple the amount of what you literally. were offered now Literally. of course of course the question still remains is 15k would you consider 15k a fair offer for the role again that she's reprising it's a main character in a multi-million dollar franchise uh 15 grand total according to industry standards regardless if those standards are still lackluster According to industry standards, Helena Taylor got a, a very high offer for what was being presented based so, on industry standards. I was, yeah, I was literally going to say, I mean, it is what it is right now. And it really sucks that voice actors are not paid as much for these franchises that just blow up worldwide. But given the standards now, if you have steady work, that's a really good payout right there. That is really, really good. Well, also, it's really good if you don't have steady work, which she apparently does not, looking at her credits. Right. Yeah, um, she, she's really... Um, and again, I'm not sure if it's maybe if she's difficult to work with or if it's her agent not getting roles or... Just yeah, what's I feel going I, on. I got to blame. Yeah, if she that's if she even has an agent. I hope so. Right. We don't really know, but you know, given given from what it sounds like, is that that's a really good payout for voice actors. Is it fair in terms of you know equality goes for voice actors? Probably not. No. Right. Um, I, I would still say, given the role and the franchise it's in, I would still like 15k is still a good payout. But given the character and everything, I I still think it's on the low end. Definitely yeah. better than five grand for sure, or four grand for sure. Um, but yeah, it's in, it, it's not in enough. an ideal world. She would get they would get more money right off rip once the first one blows up, right? Like exactly six figures, right? You would yeah. think like you take the initial risk of you know 
accepting whatever payment you get for the first game because you don't even know if it's going to be successful. Right. But then once that brand is established, it's like, oh, people actually like this character. This it, is a household name now. This Bayonetta. is a household name. Yeah, especially with Bayonetta 1 and 2. So from from Helena's perspective, I understand like, hey, I'm I'm going to ask for more money. You know, it, it, it's something it's like, a couple grand, you know, how long is that going to last me? This, this franchise is, it sells. It absolutely sells. So, um, of course these stories are coming out and now people don't know who to side with. You have some people siding with Helena still saying, yeah, but those sources are anonymous. We don't know what they're coming from. And then you have people siding with you know, I guess, I guess Platinum Games and, and Jennifer Hale saying like, oh, wait a minute. Um, she lied. Why did she hide that? And then Helena Taylor is commenting on these stories saying that is an absolute lie. There was no 15K offer. They never offered me that. That is Platinum Games trying to save their ass. In her words, they're trying to save their ass. Ooh, poor choice of words. So she's standing firm in her position she's like i don't care like i i said four grand they're lying <laughs> there i was not offered 15 to 20k to reprise my role as bayonetta so um and again that's that was the position for a while that was like maybe for like uh maybe like another week right <laughs> maybe half what, a week. what are we a, a week away from the game's re release. We're, we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. We're about a week away. So obviously things start boiling. I think you see a shift that's leaning more towards people siding with, you know, Jennifer Hale and Platinum Games. Uh, but 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 people are still kind of in the middle because now they're like, well, mm, uh, it's a bunch of he said, she said at this point because Helena's saying, mm -mm, no, they only offered me 4K. And then you have anonymous sources that are being published in news articles saying, no, it wasn't 4K. It was actually 15 to 20 that she was offered. Um, so it's like, who do you believe? One person saying this, one person saying that. Only only the parties know what really happened. So this is where, <laughs> this is where the good graces of Helena Taylor begins to <laughs> significantly crumble <laughs> so let it let it go let's let's go come on let's let's do it so she makes uh an addendum to what she previously stated she she provides more clarification as to what happened what was what was offered right so now she's doubling back and instead saying okay okay so maybe there was a 15 grand um offer on the table maybe there was however however you guys have to remember this is a multi-million dollar franchise uh not including merchandise and you know she she's trying to hype up her position as to what she then asked for in response to such a low offer because again like we said you know 15 grand uh, i mean it's good it's good but it's not it ideal. could be better it could be better, right? right. Um, so Helena, I just say Helena figure. Um, Helena Taylor then responds to that offer with a six-figure demand plus residuals. She did not specify what that six-figure number is, but six figures is still six figures. At that point, you know, 
it kind of asks the question, do you think she shot too high? Or do you think given, again, the role of the character, again, with Mike, Mike Hollick, 100 grand for, for Nico Bellic, he got paid, but no residuals, no residuals. And 100 grand is considered like in the top percentage of what is offered for work like this, usually. I'm gonna um, say this. Say you it. aim high, you aim knowing high. you're going to have to settle somewhere in the middle. Okay, okay. So if 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 that was her plan was to just highball, knowing she's not going to get that, but then they meet her somewhere in that spectrum between the initial offer and what she's requesting, she still gets a better payout. So if that's her plan, kudos to her. Now she's highballing and <laughs> is not settling for anything less. Sometimes you got to be careful because shooting too high is like it, it might fall apart right then and there they're you, like well, you, well damn there that, that's outside of our window hell no you you do have to keep it you know these people you've been working with them for years so right. you 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 probably know what's too high at least you should have an idea and right. you know so right you got to know who you're working with so but again if you know who you're working with and you're highballing and you are not taking anything less you're a fool you know and and we'll never know what exactly her demand was in offering the the six-figure salary because we don't know if it was a take it or leave it it's like nope i'm not reprising bayonetta because i want six figures not you know non-negotiable either pay me that and the residuals or i'm not returning to voice uh bayonetta right um and uh you know, Platinum Gate, uh, from there, according to her, negotiations fell apart. And that, that was it. They're like, all right, you, you don't, you don't want to do Bayonetta. <laughs> we'll, we'll find someone else, I guess. Um, so they go and do that. According to Helena Taylor, she waits like 11 months, does not hear word back from Platinum Games. And then that is when they, uh, I don't know if it's she reaches out to them or they reached out to her, but whoever did it, either way, they established communications almost like a year later after those negotiations fell apart. And they now offer her a flat fee of 4K, so four grand, to do some voice lines as a cameo. Ooh. Meaning at this point now, they're not asking, they did not offer her four grand to reprise her role as Bayonetta the character, they offered her four grand to do a cameo voice work because likely in that 11 months of silence, they went and hired Jennifer Hale to do Bayonetta. You so, know what this sounds like? What does it sound like? Well, this would be the equivalent of uh, in the social network, if uh okay. Andrew, if Andrew Garfield's uh character Eduardo Saverin this would be the equivalent to that 0. 0. Oh, 0. the the share the yeah the shares the shares <laughs> this this would be the what equivalent who was my share diluted to percent mark yes mark mark <laughs> he's wired in oh is he <laughs> 
but his character was in the right. 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 <laughs> right. So, yeah. This exactly. is not a good look. It's it's not a good look because... And you know what? I'm sorry. Platinum Games, that's so petty of them. It's a it's a little bit petty. You th it's Oh, like, offering the 4K for the cameo is petty? It's like, hey, haven't heard from you. We still love all that you did. We want to give you a cameo. Wow. I, I, I didn't see it as a as a of pettiness. You well, can look I, at I, it I, both ways. She I, goes I, silent. Her silence is petty. For 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 the eleven months. Yeah. yeah. And now, you know, they say hey, thanks for like making us wait eleven months. By the way, we actually hired Jennifer Hale. Uh you want a cameo? At least we still like you. You see, I, I think I think that was fair. Like at that point, like whatever. And again, we mentioned it earlier, whatever they paid uh, Jennifer Hale, it was not 15 grand. It was not 15 grand to, to get Jennifer Hale. I, I imagine. Yeah, hell no. No. I imagine no it's like in the high end of like the, the tens of thousands, potentially, potentially but to get Jennifer Hale. I'm, I'm guessing her fee is bigger than. For Helena sure. Taylor's yeah. and, and right and again Helena Taylor does not have that much roles outside of outside of Bayonetta either so right you, you got to have that resume too to have that standing power to like stick it to these companies and be like no give me my damn money <laughs> like pay me what I am worth pay me what I'm owed and Jennifer Hale has that good my god I the your background I barely covers half of what she's done. Right. I feel she's still got more iconic roles. She has way um, more roles than that. Right. Um, so again, now the real story comes out. She's now saying that it was no 4K. Like, that's the problem with this. She lied initially. Because remember she, her initial story she, was... She didn't lie. But, well, yeah, go ahead. The initial story. I would say she did lie because her initial story was... They offered me four grand to reprise my role as Bayonetta. In the mindset of you not knowing the entire story, you're thinking, oh my God, Bayonetta's the main character. Okay, she yes, okay. Talking through the entire, entire game. And they right. only offered her four grand? What the hell? And then she's asking to boycott the game. She's even saying, um, there, there's apparently, and I'm probably going to butcher this. I think there is either a non-binary or a trans character in Bayonetta 3 that's new. It's 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 a brand new character. Okay. Um and according to Helena, she was saying, "Oh yeah, um they're probably going to do a spin-off with this new character that they're introducing in Bayonetta 3. Don't buy that game either." So she's asking to actively boycott not only the game, but whatever spin-off may occur with any of the other like new voice actors or actresses in the game that are maybe starting off she, she's saying to boycott them as well she wants platinum to burn she wants it to burn <laughs> so but but so right 4k for the entirety of the game but turns out that 4k number was after negotiations fell apart and, and they the still wanted to bring her and, and they still wanted to bring her back, not to voice the entirety of the game, to 
a cameo. Maybe a cameo. She, maybe she voices like a a barkeep, and it's like, oh yeah, I was the original Bayonetta. Get the joke. Uh, so I guess okay, then yeah, that part's a lie. The well, world it's a lie on top of a lot of omission of a, the lie, actual... a lie of omission. Is that well? It's a no. She lied saying that they're only paying me 4k to do bayonetta the main and did character. not mention the previous offers that Correct. were mentioned because no. that that is an omission it's like you're, yes. you're you're presenting the lowest number to get the reaction you wanted which was people siding with you so that way you can you know swarm the offices of platinum games and do whatever with bayonetta boycott it and everything she she knew what she was doing she was trying to get the sympathy she got it she got it. She got it. She succeeded. Then the actual truth, the rest of the story came out. The rest of the story came out. And again, it's from her own mouth because now she's telling a different story. And now it's like, wait, so you lied. Um, I, I think I might side with, um, wait, was I going this way? I was going this way. Yeah, I was going this way. I can't even see it on the video but yeah, now, yeah, now i'm siding with one, yeah now i'm siding with a jennifer hale and the rest of them because you're not telling the truth and, and it's unfortunate because there was a genuine conversation to be had with helena taylor coming out and saying this stuff because these vas are really underpaid um i know a perfect example of um the uh the voice actor the voice the english voice cast of the jujitsu kaizen zero movie that came out in theaters i think in april of this year yeah uh, or march right. um they only got paid a couple hundred dollars for their roles hundred dollars a couple hundred not from what i recall not a single one of them broke a grand not a single one of them for the their jiu -jitsu roles. Jujitsu Kaisen film. The Jujitsu Kaisen film, mind you, that film made millions. Yeah, yeah, no, millions. right, right, right. And it brings um, that concern where it's like, oh my god, that is terrible. Because you look at any form of entertainment where voice acting or even acting in general is viewed as an art form, these people get paid. But for some reason in video games, when it comes to video games, you don't get that same level of respect in the industry. And it it's a shame because um, this is completely unrelated, but I feel like it adds to the conversation. Christopher Judge, right? Christopher Who Judge. Currently plays the, uh, our favorite Kratos. Norse. Yes, our Norse bearded big daddy, Kratos. Um, everyone loves him as kratos uh and he's great and i can't wait to play god of war ragnarok in about a week so it's, it's gonna be fantastic <laughs> um but he once said something very concerning in an interview for the god of war like like the making of god of war uh you know the 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 2018 game yes he, he said when he was given the script for uh god of war he described it as wow this is not just a video game script this is a script a and script it's like, and it's like i'm i'm sorry you're and again i know he didn't mean anything by it but it's it's him looking through the lens of 
there's such a thing as a video game script as in like oh these things are silly like oh who takes these seriously as a as a valid form of entertainment versus a script that you would see like in a movie or a show like oh wow no this is this is not a video game script it is a script that uh is serious like, and it's like picking up by the wrong hands someone might think it's a movie yeah right and it's like i I don't think most of uh, the older like generation has realized gaming has evolved from the Miss Pac-Man in the arcade, <laughs> <laughs> the Donkey Kong. <laughs> like, like I feel like he was expecting that in the script. Like, oh my god, or, or we're just you want me be... to come in and just make some sounds with my mouth? Right. <laughs> you want me you to want collect some, some power-ups? Some grunts here and there video games for years as far as the ps2 era have told heartwarming stories that rival those of tv shows movies these some of these games it's still horror uh comedy um you know action it it's it's a form of entertainment that people still don't respect to a certain degree not saying christopher judge doesn't he clearly does, but his mentality and in coming into the first God of War when he says, oh, it wasn't a video game script. It was a script. It's like, no, it it was a script, period. It's nothing about it being a video game script or a cartoon script or a live. This is a script like this medium has evolved since the damn 90s. Just an eye-opening moment for him, I'm sure. I'm sure it was. I'm sure now, you know, his opinion has likely changed. And he's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. You know, that's... But I feel like that asks the conversation of, you know, people getting underpaid in this industry. Because yes. it's not taken seriously the same way as other mediums. Chris Pratt, who is voicing uh, a super... Uh, Mushroom Kingdom, here <laughs> we come. <laughs> Regardless of your opinion on that voice, Chris Pratt is getting paid millions to voice Mario in that Dare movie. Dare I say, Chris Pratt is probably being paid a substantially more amount than all of Charles Martinet's combined <laughs> oh, work. Oh, yeah. You know what? Yes. Yes. I do yeah. believe that. Charles I, I, Martinet, I the voice of practically the entire mario male cast i think since when they first ever recorded mario not ever. to mention charles martinet i'm pretty sure does mario in english and japanese dub wait he does i swear to you i oh swear that's a fun fact did you know i swear to you i'm not making that up and if guess he what does i mean guess what? it's not what where the fuck did we see him a couple of months ago? Where did we? Oh, um, and uh, he voiced um, uh, no, no, I mean at Tampa Bay Comic Con. Oh, Tampa Bay Comic Con. Okay, 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 okay. I, I, I thought you meant uh because he he voiced um, <laughs> a character from Dragon Ball Super superhero. Oh um, no, I I wasn't talking about that. It's just the fact that it's a decades long career playing. Well, actually, there's Mario and Luigi. He does Mario, yet, Luigi, Wario, Waluigi. Right. Um, and despite that, this man still has to sell autographs at Tampa Bay Comic Con. Which most people do. Most uh, claim to fame uh, do that. Right. Um, but then you make one Mario movie and Chris Pratt makes... Replaces you. 
Well, he just makes more than your decades long career. Likely, very likely. Yeah. Very in very one likely. movie. And it's again, we haven't heard the whole voice, but it's it's questionable. It's if questionable. Chris Pratt, if Chris Pratt was a real one, he'd give some of his earnings to Charles Martin. <laughs> give it, give it away. <laughs> yes. Ain't no way in hell. I mean, he's not, I'm sure. Oh my but, goodness. That's funny. Um, I'm just saying. But yeah, it's regardless of her intentions, Helena Taylor, I feel like that conversation still needs to be had. And for better or worse, she got people attentive to it. I mean, we even have people in our Discord, which if you want to join the Discord, check out our Discord and Patreon down below. But we have people that were completely unaware of the underpayment of VAs until Helena Taylor blew up with this accusation. Um and it's 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 crazy. It's absolute insanity to see someone's reputation in this go from the good graces of the community and just tank. Well, let me let let me give the the last icing on the cake. The last major thing. The sure. last major thing that happened with her. So literally this past week from the time of recording this. So the game already released, right? The game's already out, raving reviews, people I don't know how true this is, but people show themselves having two copies of Bayonetta 2 in their hand and they're like, I bought two just to spite you. <laughs> and then they'll post it to Helena Taylor. They post it to <laughs> Helena Taylor because because she's lost it. She's lost. A, she lied. <laughs> she lied. Oh, <laughs> man. It gets worse because now Helena Taylor is saying, you know, eh, I guess you guys didn't boycott the game. But here's a list of charities that I think you should donate some money to. These charities are for very uh, good groups that uh, I think are worth your time. Some of those charities were, you know, like food charities, clothing charities. One of those charities was an anti-abortion uh, charity. Mm. And immediately that raises uh, what? The the Rock's eyebrow? The, the 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 eyebrow of concern the the you loud can't do it but yes the vine the vine uh thud you know you know the vine thud boom yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> they go down the list of charities they see the the anti-abortion one they're like boom what who <laughs> who do you want us to avoid to so people start digging into her past tweets she never said anything offensive but people started noticing that she was very dodgy of certain groups of people that mm. um so like for example um uh she would say something along the lines well no a fan like i think like in 2019 they would ask her miss taylor uh would would bayonetta say trans rights and rather than helena taylor you know She's not going to say no because boom, she she's destroyed on the internet. Right. So you would think the easiest response is just say yes or just don't respond. <laughs> like if, if if your thoughts don't align and you don't Did she respond? She responded. Oof. And she didn't say no, but she gave a very half-hearted response that did not answer the question too hot she basically said yeah i don't view um people 
Uh, oh god like i i don't even know exactly how she said it i wish i had the tweet in front of me but <laughs> listen but, the, the point the point the that point, you just you you led with i don't view like i don't i like i don't view people in like a, a, a particular group i view us all as brothers and sisters as in humanity you know there's no black and white there's no purple and orange i was literally about to say i don't see color uh, to a degree that is literally what she said i that i is, i I can hear it before it Rabbit. even came out your mouth. <laughs> so, you know, people didn't really take alarm with that back then because it's like, oh, okay, she's okay. She's just kind of saying, oh, I accept everyone instead of just saying yes. That was clear. And hindsight is twenty twenty. That was clearly a dog whistle <laughs> for her views on trans rights and also um, um, anti-abortion uh, rhetoric. And... People just started her reputation now is just completely gone. Compl it's it's gone. She is not going to get hired for any roles after this. She does not have the good graces of social media to back her up. She is now in a way blacklisted from other like like her relationship with other VAs because it's like you almost tank the reputation of another notable VA based on what you were saying, which is, you know, Jennifer Hale. Yes. And, and also the, uh, again, I'm, I'm just going to say either or, cause I, I don't remember which one they are, but non-binary trans, um, character in Bayonetta three, um, another dog whistle, Helena Taylor saying they might make a spinoff of one of the characters that being that character and Helena Taylor, Helena Taylor is saying, don't, don't, don't support that one. Don't support that one. She probably meant like, oh, don't support Bayonetta in general anymore. Yes, because any, they, any tie they, into Bayonetta. Yeah, right? but, but now it's like, oh, we know she's a bigot. Low what do you mean by that one? What do you mean? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Dog whistles. Ooh, Dog not, whistles. <laughs> not a good look. It's not a good look. Not it, a good look. I feel that this is going to be remembered for years in the gaming industry to see, well, also the conversation of, um, you know, VAs getting paid a livable wage as they should. Um, they should be paid more. Residual should be a thing. That's mostly uh, due to like the, the, the union when they negotiate yeah. these contracts, that should be on them as well. But um, that conversation is at least, it in there but it, still to see within the span of a couple weeks it's it's two extremes on the one end everyone's on your side everyone is supporting you and now after that you're on everyone's shit list and like it is so it, it's almost like a comedy it's like how did you don't see that that doesn't happen the that tragedy rarely, of Elena Taylor. It 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 really is. It, it really is. It it's just oh man, it's like I it, the situation sucks. It does. It that's does. that's the umbrella. Voice actors get underpaid despite bringing life to these characters that outlive, you know, probably they're going to outlive them. One. For sure. They're iconic. And then, yeah, they become icons, household names. And then on top of that, too, 
uh, I don't know. It's just like take care of the people who bring these characters to life or you would not even have such success, you know? And it's like, although the situation is what it is, it's like, Helena, was it worth it? Because you were not trying to, this was what is not. This, the, the Thanos and Gamora scene? What did it cost? What did it cost? <laughs> Everything. And it's like, yes, the situation sucks, but you did not do this in the name of voice actors. You you definitely he did, did it this. for herself. You did he this did. for yourself, right? And right, you lost. You lost. And then on top of losing, you exposed yourself. It it it's a, it writes itself. It is a literal comedy. You don't get this. You're not gonna see this probably ever for it's, for like it's, ever <laughs> ever period. You're likely never gonna see this again. You're likely never gonna see. It. <laughs> it's, it's a sad. Tuck Finn. <laughs> Huck Finn. Oh my God, Huck Finn! You have a character trying to do something noble. Turns out they were just trying to do the do it for themselves, and on top of that, they expose themselves to be an even more wicked, diabolical person than they let on to be. It's, I, it, it, it it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> people still went out and bought Bayonetta 3. I haven't looked at the sale numbers in particular, but I, I think it did very well. I think it did very I, well. I doubt this thing had an effect. Yeah, I on doubt the it did. Sales. I doubt it. Did. I doubt it. Um <laughs> but <God> uh, damn. <laughs> but that that's basically like the entirety of the debacle. It, regardless of what her intentions were i'm hoping the conversation still you know remains in the air about hopefully getting these vas the the money that they deserve because again helena taylor in her version of the story she doesn't even have it the worst you know i i bring up that jujitsu kaizen movie a couple hundreds of dollars for for some of those va works and that's right. just one example there are many stories about it so hopefully uh something's done about this uh, and maybe this this controversy surrounding bayonetta 3 it, it, it's never it's never an official controversy until you have a controversy tab on wikipedia let me see real quick if we have a controversy tab are you are you looking at bayonetta 3, 3 I'm uh, for the controversy right, tab i'm gonna check right now okay no that's the oh way. no i'm on it i'm already on it there's no controversy ah oh, damn no. um and it the most i think helena taylor's name is mentioned in this is very at oh. the top oh wait no that well okay it's not it's not under a controversy tab but oh, it's, it's still, under voice acting it still has its own tab because it's worth it's worth the story it's worth the i see story. it now i see it now and yeah there you go. So, uh, I mean, I, again, this story, we wanted to do this story a lot earlier, but it, again, it kept changing every time. It's ongoing. <laughs> it was ongoing. For all we know, at the time of recording this, there might be something else huge after this with, with this debacle. Um, we'll see. I don't know. You never know. It, it seems to have died down now. It, like the dust has settled. It looks like all the cards are on the table. I think this is everything, right? I, I think this is everything we're going to get 
maybe one or two comments later on, but nothing significant. I feel like everyone has kind of just accepted Helena Taylor is a P is a POS. <laughs> and Jennifer Hale, bless Jennifer Hale, and uh, you know, I guess bless Bayonetta 3. It's it's funny because I think I've heard more about this controversy on Bayonetta 3 than the actual game itself. I again when we were talking about it in our chat, I was unaware the game was two weeks from being out. <laughs> when does this game come out? It comes out in a couple days. Because when you when they when you told me that Jennifer Hale was voicing Bayonetta, I was like, wait a minute, she finished that voice work that quick? No, like, yep. And you were like, it, Ethan, the game comes out next week. <laughs> it's literally here. It's done. <laughs> The job like, is oh, done. Damn, this has been going on for a while. It's been going on for a while. And damn, um, damn, damn. God. It's... Oh, goodness. I don't know, man. Yes, I hope the conversation continues as far as the push for, you know, better wages for voice actors. But I guess you need this to happen, <laughs> you know, not for the right. sake of Helena Taylor, the sake of everybody goddamn else. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I guess we'll see what the ultimate uh, result is from all of this. But um, yeah, uh, I would say that kind of wraps up our thoughts on this. I felt like it would be kind of like a fun story to like deep dive because it, oh, it is a rabbit so hole. so much fun. This is fun. This is fun. This is <laughs> fun. This is it's, crazy. It's a rabbit hole. Like you think you know everything in the first five minutes and you're like, wait a minute. It gets worse. <laughs> There's no way it could get worse. <laughs> There's no way. It got worse. It got worse. Yeah. It got worse. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's a rabbit hole that I don't think we've seen the bottom of yet, but we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Uh any any final thoughts on this? Do, do you now want to play Bayonetta 3 or any I mean, of the Bayonettas? To be honest, and this might sound terrible. I just wanted to hear Jennifer Hale behind the voice. Just wanted I still, to see what I still she haven't does. heard her voice. I still don't right, know what I, she sounds like as Bay. I mean, I imagine it has to be British. That that is Bayonetta. She's British. Which I'm sure she's done. She's got, probably got a British role in her repertoire somewhere. Um, right. Yeah, it's crazy enough. I'm just curious about how she sounds as the character. I guess I, that shows I, I, where I, I stand on the whole tobacco. I, I I might look it up right after this. I might. Be I actually like, think I me, will too. Let me confirm this. Let me see if she's. Let me see if she's now the new Bayonetta. Let Damn, here we new. are. Just we just I don't even care about the I I I was like, should I look up Jennifer Hale's voice or should I do a comparison first and listen to Helena Taylor's? I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. It sounds terrible. Wow. I, I don't care anymore. Wow. I know it sounds bad. I feel terrible. No, I don't. I'm fine. That is okay. Yes. Um but hey, you know, let us know your thoughts on what you think of this whole Bayonetta 3 voice acting controversy. Um, were you following this story from its inception? Or did you know about some of the stuff that happened later on? Um, what did you do? Did you side with Jennifer Hale at first, like the rest <laughs> of the internet? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Helena Taylor, Helena Taylor. Um, and just what do you think overall? Like, where does the conversation go from here? um and uh are you gonna be playing bayonetta 3 uh i i know i can't because i don't have a switch <laughs> well, i guess i have one i could play it you could you could let me you could let me borrow it 
Maybe I could actually. Oh no, hold up. Pokemon comes out. I'm sorry. You ain't buying Pokemon. Get I out sure of here. I sure am buying Pokemon. <laughs> I am. Wow. I don't know how I'm gonna split my time between Pokemon and God of War, but and I'm like, God dang it. No, not Gotham Knights. <laughs> no, not in the no. Uh so here see, my gamer comes out. Wow. Very wow. It's, it far exists, in between. I guess. It, it exists, just very far in between. So there you have it folks let us know your thoughts if you like listening to us give us a like give us a share and listen to us on all social media platforms we're on apple Podcasts, spotify youtube twitter instagram tiktok at the yonko table check out our twitch sometimes because hey we talk about games here we play games on twitch so check out check out at dr jace attorney for that um and yeah check out the tiktok too we're we're popping on that we should be we are we are popping on TikTok. Almost Trying to get to 10K. 10K. <laughs> we're, at, we're almost at 10K. Almost there. Join the party. Let us know what you think and catch you on the next one, everyone. With that, I am your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney and fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop. Signing off and take care. <laughs>